The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome to The Real Money Show, the number one eight seven seven eight silver and the website guildhallwealth.com. We are recording on Thursday instead of Friday, which is very interesting for us because we know that um, you're going to be listening to this show on Saturday or Sunday or on YouTube. Um, but there's a lot that's going to be happening on Friday. So I think next week is going to be a huge week for us. But uh, this week, even bigger, because we have special guest on the show today, part of the panel, Tracy Clark. Um, Tracy, welcome to the show. So happy to be here with you again today. You are right. Mm-hmm. Big changes around the corner. Absolutely. Now, you are, um, just so to familiarize yourself with our audience, you are a a performance energy coach. So you work with people, you help them understand, hey, I've got, uh, you know, something's pulling at me, I've got energy, I'm wasting energy over here, or I need to get rid of this blockage, stop thinking about this, or stop having this affect my life and those things. That's how you really help people. <clears throat> if, if I've got it right, and uh, from my experience. and But now, of course, it, it's not just on an individual basis, is it? It's more about the group I, because of, of it's not just a, a personal energy, but it's a global energy. Am I, am I on track? Yeah, I tend to work with large groups now because it is um, most people are dealing with the same thing. There are personal issues that are also coming up. But the world is, I call it going through a rebirth rebirth and nobody's going to escape it no matter what part of your life you're in right now so as a collective a lot of people are dealing with fears illusions traumas and showing them how they can take charge of their life and actually get through the mess we've been in for the last two years and that we will be in for the next couple i i'm with you there i definitely feel the energy i think you and i are, are in the same in the same sense of we deal with a lot of people we can get a sense of of what's going on out there we can feel what people are dealing with um so i think jerry and i kind of have have a, a similar situation in terms of dealing with groups as well and and you know over the years we've we've sensed different things happening in the market but today not just in the market but in general um, there is a lot happening. Like it definitely, I've had moments where I've literally felt like being on a plane with extreme turbulence of what has been going on. Have you, just out of curiosity, Jerry, have you kind of, yeah, but you know, there's ups and extreme th- culmination of yeah. all of these emotions. And yeah, certainly agree with the rebirthing, a lot of re's, re's restoration, uh, a rebirth, a revival of some sort. Uh, but I think certainly we all feel it. So here's here's where I think that uh, we can go today in this conversation, which I think will be very exciting for um, for the audience, which is <clears throat> discussing the big lie, and the big lie um, in this case is the financial system. You and I, Jerry, have talked about this for years. Obviously, we know we're in a debt-based system. It is controlled by central bankers. Um, the that uh, the Fed basically prints money gives it to the treasury and then and then the treasury has to pay interest on it which is where income tax came from and every central bank around the world is colluding and if you don't know that then you should read Nomi Prinz's book called Collusion mm-hmm. and see how all the central banks get together to con- to collude um, and right now we're at a point where 
Uh, and there's a great article today by by Egon von Greyerts about the everything bubble, where he's just talking about the fact that in 2008, the system died. Everything after that is a complete illusion. So just on the topic of illusion itself, Tracy, what are your thoughts on the illusion of the financial system? Yeah, well, that was my old world many, many, many years ago. And there's a lot of truths that are coming out. And the, the reality is, like you said, in 2008, and we know some of the books and movies that came out after that, that it, it wasn't fixed. But the problem that we have is the way, especially with finances and money and the way this is rigged at the top, I'll tell you on an energetic space, that people get stuck in an illusion because they want to be caught in a comfort zone. So it's like the way they do it on the high bank level where people are having a hard time, right? Markets are high, markets are high. Don't, don't look over there. So it's like, they have 100 bones, they're going to give out 97, so what, three people are left aside. And so the 97 are going, well, I got a bone, I'm fine, it's fine, it's okay, look at where my market, look at where the markets are at, all-time high. And that's partly what we're going through as a planet is waking up and breaking the, like a spell, like an illusion that we've been under that these systems and the banking system has worked for you. When in the reality, as the illusions are breaking off, it can create a lot of fear in people. What do I do with my money? Where do I place it? And I always say to my community over and over, you're going, you want to be early to the party, not late. And people are going to be late to the party. In my personal point, of, that's only my personal opinion, because the illusion is going to break. And then you're left seeing what is reality. And you are correct. The everything bubble the systems don't work anymore. They are all collapsing. That's what these last two years have been about. Yeah, you know, um, I'll take a quote from this article from Egon von Greyerts because I think it's very much on the same same path of what we're talking about. He wanted, He goes on to quote <clears throat> uh, George Bernard Shaw. When the world goes mad, one must accept madness as sanity since sanity is, in the last analysis, Nothing but madness on which the whole world happens to agree. So I can sense this, this idea that everyone is, is into what's happening. We know that it's, it's get rich quick. The markets only go up. Real estate only goes up. And if you want to buy into that illusion, then, of course, there is going to be absolutely nothing sexy about wealth preservation. Um, on that note, would you agree, Jerry? 100%. I mean uh... – if we just look back centuries, going back millennia, uh, the quick flip mentality was never something that was adopted. It was always a very strategic uh, way of preser preserving wealth and growing in tandem with asset, physical assets. It was never a quick trade or a quick flip that got wealthy families to where they are today. So we have to mimic history uh, must be repeated and we have to mimic the wealthy families and and uh, and. and families that have preserved their wealth throughout the generations. And I know we're, we're, we've got a lot to talk about today. We're, we're getting a little late in this segment, but you, you've just created a great, great segue. By the way, the number one eight seven seven eight silver and the website guildhallwealth.com. The segue being the idea of history repeating and rhyming. And Tracy, you had a recent video, and I want to get everyone to watch this video because you had a, a, did you call it story time? Story time. <laughs> yeah. Story time. Um, can you, in, in about a, a minute and a half, can you relay what the story was? 
Yeah, quickly, it was basically this history repeating itself, wake up and see. But what people have to understand is this time it is coming to an end. It's not going to repeat that way where they're going to, the, the guys at the top are going to come in and make everything right and win. We're changing the way these systems are. It's why they're coming to an end. But you have to understand where they came from. It's a groundswell of, of change too, right? And And I feel like personally... When I look around, I see people who are really up for that fight, and there are other people who uh, believe this is what they're currently seeing, right? That that illusion up on the screen right now is with us forever, that this is just how it's going to be. And and my, my new hated phrase is, it is what it is. <laughs> I hate that for it is what it is. Yeah. But... <clears throat> You know, this, this idea that the illusion will not rescue the world economy, that we have to make these changes. And I think you're absolutely right, Tracy. We know that even look this week, the price of gold and silver came down. Mm-hmm. You look at all of the other dealers out there, their online stores, they're out of product already. We're quickly running out of product. Mm-hmm. At the same time, the premiums are starting to rise again. This is the third time in less than 20 months that this has happened. It happened right at the beginning of COVID. It happened at the in, what, February of this year, right? When mm-hmm. they try to silver squeeze yeah. things. Mm-hmm. And now it's happening again. Now, of course, the price of silver is not $11 an ounce. It's $22.80 or $22.50. Um, but it's the same rinse and repeat cycle of trying to get people not interested in the market, I suppose, or counterintuitive things. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you... The, the idea of counterintuitive, Tracy, how do you see that playing out in the things that you're experiencing and seeing? Well, because, you know, I work and listen to people all over the world. So I have a very broad perspective, no matter what's going on in the world, especially where we've been the last two years. And I will tell you the illusion. We've been in this for so long. And they say, well, they'll go intuitively because we've been running this system for so long, it has to be right. You don't tell me it's a lie. Well, the lie is going to be exposed. The people that have run through the systems will be brought forth because where we're moving to that people cannot wrap their head around, but they feel it, is that we are, we're going to move to systems that will work for all of humanity, not just a few. Mm-hmm. And that's where people can't wrap their head around. And that's where they're going against their gut saying, I know something's wrong, so let me play at this whole time my party, which we know what happened in the 20s. They were having a party, but the party stopped. And, you know, you just mentioned something, this idea that people, if, if people see what's going on, right, there is this tendency of, if I go against the grain, am I wrong? Because if everyone is doing this, then I must be wrong. And this is something yeah. that Egon von Greyerts would talk about, this idea that, you know, again, preserving wealth is not sexy, right? Mm-hmm. In, a, in an age where you can go out and make 300% very quick. So let's stay on this topic of, of the idea of being wrong. Are we all wrong? The number one eight seven seven eight silver the website guildhallwealth.com, and, of course, when will we be right? But we will be right back. You're listening to The Real Money Show on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Stick with us. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. 
The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show. The number one eight seven seven eight silver and the website guildhallwealth.com. My name is Jeremy Wiseman. Today with me is Jerry Karaya and Tracy Clark. And... Um, Okay, we were we were just in the break. We were talking about some cultural stuff and social studies, cultural studies. And um, so on that note, we before the break, we were kind of talking about this idea of being wrong. And since we were on the topic of cultural studies, I'm going to talk about a favorite movie of mine, which is Some Kind of Wonderful. I don't know if you've ever seen that, Jerry. It's a good movie, John Hughes. Tracy, have you ever seen it? I think, I think yeah, so. I have. Okay, so remember... Remember at the end when uh, Leah Thompson is like, I'd rather, I used to want to be wrong just to be for the right, for the wrong, I would be right for the wrong reasons. Well, now I'd rather be right, right? Mm -hmm. So she takes off the earrings and she hands them to him and she's just basically like, I'd rather be single than be with someone for the wrong reasons. Mm -hmm. Cry, Mm -hmm. right? Lesson lesson learned. So why am I saying that? Because right now there's a lot of people, I mean, we all feel this way. I've gone through it myself looking at the markets for years, this idea of being right and being smart, right? And there's this conception that, well, if you made money, you're smart. Not always, right? It's not always the case that if you just happened to make money that you were the smart one. You may have been following a inaccurate narrative for a while that showed itself to be right for a while, but in the end it was wrong. And this kind of goes back to the idea of truth. Truth is never wrong. Truth is right Right. at the end of the day, right? So this idea of people people relinquishing themselves, right, and and just giving in to this idea of the narrative must be right because it's been this way for so long. And I don't want to be wrong. I don't want to stand up and be wrong. I don't want to say... I'm going to buy gold when it's down. I'm going to do the counterintuitive things. I'm going to I'm going to take money out of the bank cuz I don't feel that they're safe. I don't, you know, this idea of caving to pressure to to be with the crowd because well the crowd's right, aren't they? If I if I go against the crowd then I'm wrong. And who wants to be wrong? Thoughts on that uh Tracy? Yeah, it actually comes from pretty much the time you are born into this world, because what what are you stemmed into? You are pushed into, you want to be part of the crowd, be part of the crowd, be the popular one, be part of the crowd. And so it's a programming that goes on over and over and over. So what happened, and, and you know this, like why did, you know why stockbrokers came into effect? They needed to create stockbrokers, right, to push a narrative, to feed their machine after the depression. And, you know, this whole new industry was created. And so they had to create an illusion that you want to be part of this crowd. And I'm not saying people didn't make money. I'm not saying any of that. But I'm just saying you got to look at why not precious metals and stuff. That's not sexy. And that's what that's what the other people are doing, right? You want to do, you, you don't want to do what those other people are doing because the big crowd's over here. So people are so consumed with wanting to fit in not wanting to be wrong because at some point in their life, if they made a mistake, they deem it as failure. So I'm going to follow what everyone else is doing, even though in their gut, like you said, they go, something's not right. Like you don't have to be, you know, some off the charts brainiac to realize that, like you said, houses are off the charts crazy. Look at, I don't know if I could say it, but look at what happened with Evergrande. You don't have to be off the charts, like smart to go, these stock markets don't make any sense. Like, 
a five-year-old could probably figure this out. But again, they make this illusion and the body, your bodies are conditioned to want to fit in so bad, like me, like me, please, like me, that you will go against your intuition and do that crowd thing until you wake up one morning and, you know, all of a sudden the markets have plunged who knows how much. Like it's all based on illusions that people are programmed from birth, fit in, fit in. You know, look at at school. Oh, don't be different. When they go to school, you want friends, right? Oh, I don't want to be the kid that nobody picks. I don't want to be that, even though being different should be celebrated. So, you know, when you look at the precious metals, how many people, once you start to understand what's going on, I've noticed when people start to learn what's going on, they don't care about following the crowd. They're very interested in precious metals. Why? Why do we need that? Where are they coming from? Like they start asking more questions. I'm sure you guys see this all the time. But it's like, it, again, it's not following the crowd. It's being independent. And when you're independent, now you're accountable and responsible for every action you take. And that's what people are afraid of. Absolutely. I think you, you and I have discussed this a little bit before in the past, and it bears repeating this idea that once you make that decision, okay, I want to own physical precious metals, something happens in your brain and you say, well, what if the government confiscates it? I've made this this physical and mental decision, emotional decision to take charge of my assets, control my assets, take take it into my, literally into my own hands. But now what if, what if the other you know, that, that stream that I'm standing up against wants to take it from me, right? And of course, that's where we come in and say, I'm glad you brought that up because interestingly enough, and we'll talk about the big lie here, and this is why we understand these, these things, I think, much better than most, is if you were to point out to that person, hey, the government says inflation's at 2%, maybe they've decided to up it to 4% on a transitory level. But when you go to fill up your gas tank and go to your grocery store and pay for the kids private school or the gym membership or whatever it is, your energy bills, it's way higher than 4%. So there's a negative, there's a negative rate. Mm -hmm. You're losing money. So is the government being honest about that when, when they're taking from you? Because they're literally taking from you. They are robbing your purchasing power. And then on top of that, what did the what are the taxes you pay? Thirty percent, forty percent, fifty percent, higher and than then you, that. Or, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then and then you pay thirteen percent tax on top of everything else that's left in your pocket, and you didn't say boo. Now you've made the decision to to not participate in that by owning precious metals and having that wealth preservation. Now you're worried about about will it be taken away from me? It is logical, absolutely logical. It is it is the next step that has to be walked through in a way. Jerry, quick comment on that? Yeah, well, gold is your, is your last line of defense. I mean, we are being uh, bombarded from a tax perspective, from inflation. Uh, you mentioned negative real interest rates, which, is, uh, inf uh, which means that inflation is actually higher than the, than the interest rates. So it doesn't matter if you're going to be raising interest rates. The inflation is much higher. You're losing year over year. And uh, this is negative. And as we know here in the gold market, the gold correlation with negative real interest rates are probably right now, uh, we're doing the math, uh, it's, it's a very, very good time for, for gold because in a negative interest rate, a negative rate environment, gold outperforms. And talking about fear, like today, people are very fearful, very distrusting. 
Um, it's very hard to find the truth. Um, you're being lied to with inflation. We're being lied to about prices, growth, uh, fiat currencies. This even this debt ceiling lie. It's not a ceiling. It is a target that continuously is getting broken and broken uh, year over year. Every every you know every headline, it just gets broken. So when we're talking about how do we quell quell fear? You know, one of the tenets of what money is, we know that it must be divisible, portable, durable, scarce. The last tenant is recognizable. In a world where there's so much paper and so much, so many cryptos, for so many options of cryptos, there's only one gold. And there is one gold which indicates trust because nothing has survived, nothing has a millennial record as a store of value as gold. So you have recognizability that quells the fear. And when you know when we're talking about where do i put our trust where do i put my capital when there is no trust investors are turning to gold the number 18778 silver on the website guildhallwealth.com wow i'm i'm thinking about picking up more metal as you talk about that jerry by the way but um you know this idea of trust i want to stick on that because i was just you know it's something that's come up a lot of analysts in the market discuss this and i'd love to get your thoughts on this tracy this idea that a lot of people analysts, et cetera, talk about at some point there will be no faith in the currency. We we don't know where it is. We don't know how much money the Fed has to print before people say, I do not believe in this anymore, right? The the that the I guess in a, in essence the illusion is gone. From what you're seeing, are are people waking up in that sense? Are they are they mis starting to mistrust the system, mistrust the the money? That kind of that kind of thing. Well, they are in a lot of places. I keep saying my favorite term right now, and I've been saying it for quite a while. Is we're in end game, and we're in end game. And you can see energetically, the system is is starting to dissolve. It's starting to unravel. And people, because of also what's gone on in the last two years, is and you guys just said this. These systems don't care about you or I. They don't care. Like I said, if you get a bone or not, they don't care. But just because they've always continued to have control, what I'm seeing from different people and hearing, they're like, just because they've had control doesn't mean they have to continue. Again, we're so used to these systems. We don't know what it's like to function in something else. And you can see that this is the time where things are changing. And you can see people that are waking up say, I better have gold and silver. You're talking dairy with, with cryptos. I see energetically at least 50 to 70% of them will go. It's like the internet days. I say like that, right? Like I'm just talking on an energetic level, not advice there, but you can see, you mm-hmm. got to know where gold and silver, you know, that not only currency moving forward, however it is, because it's always been, but again, we've talked about this before, the, the aspects of how you can use silver, many, 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 many areas and places and, and people are learning that. And I get people that say to me all the time, like, my, my people won't talk to me about gold and silver. I'm like, well, you got to call Jeremy because what they're saying is I'm afraid. I don't, like, people are like, do I leave my money in the credit union? Do I leave it in the bank? Like, this is a, they're seeing the illusion and they are afraid. And I'm like, well, you know, you have to make decisions that if that means putting gold and silver, at least the way I say to people how on an energetic level is I'm like, I always look at it and say, well, if this goes down and you have this, how do you feel? If this goes down and you have this, how do you feel? Right now, personally, I would not 
feel comfortable without having gold and silver in in my space because when I look energetically, that's the number one I get chills thing that will help us ride. But this system is coming to an end. It is it is drying up. It's coming to an end. People can see it everywhere. Yeah, and and in the next segment, let's look forward. Let's look at some of those scenarios that could play out and ask the question. Would you feel comfortable with your current scenario, how you how you deal with your finances, et cetera, with some of these scenarios playing out or could possibly play out over the next several months? The number one eight seven seven eight silver the website guildhallwealth.com. Stick around. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Real Money Show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show, the number one eight seven seven eight silver and the website guildhallwealth.com. Wow, if our listening audience could have been a fly on the wall for the last uh, break, um, we really got into things and uh, maybe we'll have a, a, a private one that we can put on YouTube one of these days. Yeah. Um, anyway... Tracy, we were we wanted to to talk about some scenarios going forward with the idea in mind of if if you knew this was going to happen, how would you feel if this happened to you in response? And so let's not procrastinate. Let's get the toilet paper now and and so that we're not we're not caught off guard down the road. So um I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it to Jerry to throw out the first scenario. Um, if you need a little tee up, I'm I'm going to say financial crisis and what we've seen in the past, what it could look like going forward. Well, exactly. I mean, we're Evergrande. You brought it up a couple times, uh, Tracy, during the show, yeah. and you know this is not even coming from us. We're just reporting from uh, what Mr. George Soros has said. Uh, he was the one that coined it to be the Lehman uh, Lehman 2.0. Um, and as we're seeing, uh, there's like protests happening in China. I mean, they want Evergrande. Uh, to give them their money back or to resume these apartments. I mean, there's about 1.5 million buyers who are still waiting for their keys. Imagine that. I mean, mm. they, they should have seen the writing on the wall, but they never did. But uh, but we know Bloomberg why, wrote why today. Can't, why can't the government of China just bail it out? They're talking about precedence and it doesn't set a good example. I mean, they, they could, they may, but we know that Evergrande is one of many property developers in China. So they're just not the only one. Okay. But, uh, I mean, Bloomberg wrote today on the back of their uh, their potential default today. It's a huge uh, Chinese property developer. If you don't, you have never heard of Evergrande, they own tons of money to a lot of people, but they may not be able to repay and failure could cause a global financial crisis coming from Bloomberg today, Jeremy. So Tracy, what are your thoughts on that and how it relates to uh, another global financial crisis? Yeah, you know what? It's something interesting that just sort of came through as you were talking there. And you see, I've seen the images, you've seen the images. They want their money back. They're afraid. They're worried. A lot of them put a lot of their money in, right? Like anything, whether it's stock market or whatever. And this is what people do. And I'll tell you, a lot of my clients, when they have fears around money, they bring up 2008, similar to when we looked at Evergrande. And they're looking at their money differently. And people get into it, well, it hasn't happened to me, so it's not going to happen. Or I'll deal with it if it happens to me. And you're so you're too late. Like those people screaming for their money, they're too late. 
So this is what's also shifting right now that you got to get out of the mentality. If it hasn't happened to me, I say to people, okay, look at those people screaming for their money right now. Look at the people that went through 2008 and lost their homes and didn't have any gold and silver. And don't be that person. Say, if that happened to me today, because everybody gives their money to somebody else to handle so they don't have to be accountable. And that's why people get afraid too of gold and silver because right now they have to be accountable for it. Today, how would I feel? How would I really feel if that was me? That's the question people have to start asking now. That's where metals come in because if, let's just a scenario, if the banks all went down and you didn't have access to your money for three, four days or a week or whatever, let's just a scenario, okay? How would you feel about that? People don't ask themselves that question because they go, oh, that would never happen. Just because it hasn't happened doesn't mean it can't happen. Just like the Evergrande people, I read an article, and I think it was Linda saying that also talked about it, how in the spring they were um, saying to these investors, it's fine, it's solid, it's great, nothing would ever happen, right? So they were under the illusion it would never happen to them. And this is back to what we've been saying all day. People have to get out of the illusion and say, well, what if it does happen to me? I better be protected. And if you have your gold and silver, well, that's going to balance out that part of the portfolio you may be lost because I still have people terrified to move their money from 2008 because of what happened to them. That was a long time ago, but it was like yesterday to them. And, and you know, even just to comment on what you said uh, just a, a moment ago, you know, Bernanke said that, that the, the subprime crisis was contained. And like ground zero for the subprime crisis was also in San Francisco or in California where, where Janet Yellen was the head of the San Francisco Fed. And I don't, I guess she was eating pizza or something that she didn't know what was happening. She never commented on it. And also while she was uh, chairman of the Fed, she said, oh, there'll never be another crisis. And then lo and behold, in the last couple of weeks, she's saying, oh, we're, we're at a threat of default. Right. So it's like how quick things can change and how quick. And also, it's isn't it always interesting when uh, uh, someone who worked at the Fed chairman, whatnot, when they leave, all of a sudden they've completely changed their point of view on the currency. I mean, like, um, you know, Greenspan mm -hmm. come to Jesus moment. He started off as a total gold enthusiast following Ayn Rand and, and whatnot, goes to the Fed. Hates gold. Tells tells Ran, tell tells uh, not Rand Paul, um, uh, Ron Paul that oh we're what we're trying to do at the Fed is mimic uh, the discipline of gold with our interest rates and it's like well why don't you just use gold? <laughs> why, why do we, right. why do we need you, Mister Wizard? Um, and of course after after he leaves now it's it's you you got to get gold in your portfolio. So who do you believe? Who do you believe in these situations? I I, I don't know. Another another question would be. Did your advisor call you in 2008? We've been in scenarios like this where the market was going down, and, and I can tell you those advisors are lifeguards in a tsunami, mm -hmm. right? Yep. Uh, how, how, how protected do you think a lifeguard is going to help you in a tsunami? You have to make sure that all of your stuff is already well, well out of harm's way when this stuff happens, mm -hmm. right? Speaking of tsunamis... <laughs> <laughs> I know you're laughing, Tracy, because you already know where I'm going with this. Um, you you really feel that there's a tsunami coming, huh? Hey, I did a video on my YouTube, Prepare for the Tsunami. Like, literally, that's what I called it, um, because it's exactly that. And what people are doing is they're 
they're going about their day. So you know a tsunami is already out there brewing, and then boom, it's over you. You have no time to prepare. You're done. You're just now grabbing onto anything. There's carnage. There's disaster, like, everywhere. And as you were talking, I kept hearing that, that song, you know, Michael Jackson, they don't care about us. Mm. People have to understand these systems don't care about you and I. And the tsunami is coming. And that's where gold and silver is your Noah's Ark. You guys said it, right? You're building the ark. You're, it's, it's being built and somebody's building the ark. I think we said that I are building an ark. But this is building your ark with gold and silver. So when that tsunami comes, you can breathe. You're not running out to get toilet paper. You know, you've got your extra food. You've got your gold and silver. You're not running. And I know that can scare people. But I can tell you. I feel it every day. I'm like, I say to my, my community, like, guys, I can't tell you what to do. I can't give you advice, but please, I don't want you caught in the tsunami. You got to have some peace because it is coming. And the smoke and mirrors and the illusion, they're going to smoke and mirror illusion, just like we've lived in the last two years. And then the tsunami is going to be upon you. And then it's too late. Then you're building carnage. We're talking with Tracy Clark, high-performance energy coach, and also because of what's happening globally, it's also becoming more of a group focus as well as an individual focus. And I, I do encourage everyone to go to your Telegram channel, Tracy, because you know, especially for these day-to-day -day audio clips that you put out, just to help people ground themselves because energetically there's just so much happening. Even if it's just the idea of just so much news coming out and so much negative stuff all over, there's just a lot of turbulence. So I want to encourage everyone to go to your Telegram. Can you give everyone the, the Telegram channel so that they know where to find you? Yeah, well, I say the easiest way is go to TracyLClark.com, scroll to the bottom, just hit the link right there. TracyLClark.com. I'm a little technically challenged, and when I set it up, I forgot to put the whole name. So we've got a weird thing. So I say just go to the website, go to the bottom. You can click and get right in. Yeah. And, of course, if you want to purchase some precious metals, you can go to guildhallpreciousmetals.com, the number 18778-SILVER, and the website guildhallwealth.com to learn about how to put physical precious metals in your portfolio. In the next segment, look, we, we haven't talked a lot about the fact that over the past week, gold and silver are down, but we need to talk about what's going on in the market in terms of supply, and that's going to be have a big effect going forward into the future. So stick with us. Last segment coming up, the number one eight seven seven eight silver the website, guildhallwealth.com. It's The Real Money Show on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show, the number one eight seven seven eight silver and the website guildhallwealth.com. Jerry, it's been a crazy, crazy week. Mm -hmm. um, Tracy, I don't know how you feel about this particular week. It has been absolutely nuts. Mm -hmm. The The... It seems the more the price of silver and gold go down, the more people want it desperately. And we're starting to see, just as we've seen before, premiums are on the rise. Spreads are going up, Jeremy. Demand is uh, literally through the roof. And, uh, you know, we did mention that these are with the end of the dog days of summer. The quiet times are over and exactly what happened. The, the 
the dip. We had a lot of buyers, a lot of dealers coming into the market. As a result, spreads starting to move higher, uh, costs of silver going up uh, in, internally. So behind the scenes, this is an indication that uh, supply is diminishing. Uh, however, spreads are still about 50% lower than the heights that we saw back in, in last summer, Jeremy. So still a good time to be buying. So get in touch. I, I just know that it is tough to get physical product. The you know we've added a wholesaler to our our um, our stable if you if you will and it's tough and still it you know we're looking at further and further out to get physical product we've been here before again third time in the last 20 months and so i want to ask you tracy in terms of you know i will say right now you, you got to be early to this you have to try to get in now i think the prices are low risk entry personally if you haven't started your portfolio if you're looking to cost average again a great time but in terms yeah. of timing things and i don't want to hold you to any predictions you're not you're, you yeah. you don't forecast or anything like that but you've talked about this idea of heading into a dark winter that things yeah. are going to be happening, that that the truth will be revealed. And if, and if people are watching, it's becoming harder and harder and harder to hold back the truth. And yeah. that could be on a, on a political, geopolitical, financial. How, how do you feel about what we're, what we're heading into? Is it just, is it just the, the feeling of everything culminating? Can you just tell us a little bit more about about yeah. this dark winter we're heading into. Yeah, well, I see, feel here, and yes, timing can move depending on the collective. People don't understand that we're all connected. But um, in terms of precious metals, and my energetic point of view only, <laughs> you know, I'm like, they're paying you to take this job. <laughs> like, you want to take it now. Like, you are being paid to take it. Um, very, very undervalued. But with the dark winter, it's everything's coming unglued now. Everything. I don't care if it's finances, if it's government, what's been going on, it's going to come unglued. And unfortunately, in our world, we call it a dark night of the soul, and the earth is going through a dark night of the soul. And um, we can't escape it. We have to go through it if we want to make a better world, and we got to wake up. And it's going to be painful. It's like the birthing pains. We are in the canal, and it hurts like heck, and we're going to it's going to be heavy over the winter. And I don't say that to scare people because better things are on the horizon. However, um, you need, it's my only personal, when I look at the energy, if you don't have precious metals, I think people are going to be very shaky. They're not going to understand because we can't keep, nothing can stay status quo anymore. It's done. The band-aid's getting ripped off. I don't know how else to describe it to people. But if you understand really what happened in the last few years, these systems over the last hundred and thousands of years, they're done. It's a shift. And that's why people are being crazy right now, because we've gone through a massive vibrational shift, which is making anxiety, depression, fear, worries very heightened. Yeah, it, it definitely status quo is gone. I mean, if you look at the rich got richer, the poor got poorer, um, you know, uh, the idea of universal basic income red herring that's just another carrot another stick it's it doesn't work um we could go we could go on and on about that but that you know you could even look at the fed for instance and say the fed doesn't care about people the fed cares about its connection to the to the dow its connection to the stock market they they have lived and died by the sword of the stock market they don't care what's happening yeah. to the rest of the country they could care less 
all they care about is making sure that they protect those banks. And you know, you have to say, well, why am I participating in those then? Why am I participating in in that? I mean, we're not telling everyone, oh, get rid of all your money, get out of get out of the banking system. But this is about, okay, I need to make sure that I've got some peace of mind, that I have a little bit on red, right? I'm not all on black here, and that I'm hedged. Mm-hmm. That I'm hedging the portfolio because even if you looked at a 10, 15% allocation of, let's say, metals in your portfolio, that is an insurance policy, right? Now, of course, there's a lot of people who want a lot more than that because once you've done that, you might say, well, now I won't feel comfortable until I have up to 30%, up to 40%. But you have to start with, you have to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I guess my biggest worry would be that things start to really unfold. And I know as a I know as someone who's been in the market for a long time, it's gonna be, okay, that's it. Like hands off, you know, like in those cooking shows. It's like time's up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can't do anything else. Like you just have to sit and watch it happen now. Can't mm-hmm. help anyone else. Can't, you know, do much else other than just watch this thing go. Mm-hmm. Um and I feel like it there there is a reward at the end of the the tunnel here, isn't there, Tracy? There is, and and that's where if people get out of not following the crowd and go to some homework, ask questions. What I love about what you guys do at Guildhall and everybody that I know that the reason we love you guys so much is because you educate. You don't push. You're not. You're educating people. That's what you're doing on the show here. And when it's a new area, it can be scary. And but we are. These are unprecedented times. People have to understand that. And and one of the reasons why we did want to have you on the show is because it is unprecedented times, and it's not just about physical metal. It's about the fact that so much is happening. It can be a lot to deal with, and I would encourage everyone to go to your website um, because they need they need this. They need they need people some guidance. They need people to know that hey, there's a lot of like-minded people as well. We're here to help and be helped. So I want to encourage people to to go to your website and find you as well. Can you please just share again once uh, once again the website? Uh, TracyLClark.com. Tracy, uh, I am so grateful that you were able to join us today on the show. Um, I know you and I could talk for hours. Maybe not just on precious metals, but nonetheless, uh, fantastic to have you. Thank you so much. Jerry, thank you for being on the show as well, and thank everyone for joining us and also for acquiring your precious metals, and we hope that uh, it's been a good experience for you. The number one eight seven seven eight silver the website, guildhallwealth.com. And next week, I know we didn't talk about it, but next week we will give the draw for the five ounces of silver maples for those who purchased on the, the precious metals website. You've been listening to The Real Money Show on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. 911. 911. What's your emergency? Ah, I'm on a cruise ship. Ah, Are you there? Help is on the way. Angela Bassett and Peter Krause return in an all-new season of 911 on a new night. Thursday, March 14th on Global. Stream on Stack TV.